You are listening to episode 72 of the Less Dress More Fun podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the word no as an act of kindness. You are listening to the Less Dress More Fun podcast. I'm your host, Master Certified Coach Lisa Schwaller. Each week on the podcast, we talk about how you can rise above the stress of modern living so that you can focus your energy on what matters most and have a lot more fun in the process. All right, let's get started. Hello, hello, come on in. I am so excited to approach this topic today because I find that when I am out in the world talking to people, or even as I'm working with my coaching clients, it's it's really interesting to encounter a lot of our socialization and what we're taught is nice and generous and friendly and collaborative, and yet the unintended consequences of all of that. I have a concept that I teach, uh, which is the generous, loving no, and we're going to talk about that today. We're going to be talking about integrity, intimacy, and respect. First, I'll level set it by offering my definitions for each one of those. Because there's common definitions of these that may be different depending on your larger culture or even subcultures that you're in, such as an industry you work with or your individual family system. When I talk about integrity as a person, a person who has, air quote, has integrity, I don't think of it as integrity is something that you have or you're not. I like to talk about and teach about the concept of integrity as we do in mathematics, that there's an integer, it's a whole, it's not something partial, showing up as a person who is integral, whole with themselves and with others might adjust those expectations of yes and no. Now we'll talk about intimacy. Some people think of it in its physical connotation, but then intimacy is also being vulnerable. But I like to refine that just a bit, which is I will share my thoughts if and when I'm ready, and my thoughts may be subject to change. I think sometimes we have very static, reductive perceptions of ourselves and others of, oh, this you know, I'm being intimate when I share my opinion as if an opinion is something that's formed and solid over time. When really intimacy is like, this is what's going on with me. I'm more the lava in motion than the solid rock when it's cooled. As intimate people, we can have an opinion one day and it can change 10 times in the next week. That happens. Sometimes it comes with different information we receive. Sometimes it comes with reprioritization with our life experience, whatever. So when I talk to people about really being intimate in your relationships, whether it's a work partnership or your romantic partnership, or even with your kids, is this idea of I share if and when I'm ready. And by the way, what I share is just that thought that feels the most true or is just coming up for me in that point of time. It helps reduce the intensity of being intimate with another person. And then third, respect. 
there's a lot of different ways people define respect. My definition, again, trying to be practical in its application, is that I trust both of us to be responsible for our own emotional needs. I'm going to respect you by trying to be as clear as possible, but I'm not going to ask you to like fill in the gaps, <laughs> to fill in my holes. Um, so that's just a refinement of what it means to show up with a lot of respect for yourself and the other person in relationship. With that, let's talk about yes or no. I think saying yes can be very genuine and generous. I also know from my own experience in coaching a lot of people, a lot of people say yes out of obligation, social pressure, fear. If I don't say yes, then there are negative consequences that will happen. And I believe in a generous no. And this is where people, they stare off in the middle distance of, oh, well, that's a whole new possibility. Because I think often people say, oh, if I say no to this, they think of it as being contracted or restrictive or cutting off connection. But why is that true? I'll give a specific example. I have a, a, a good friend of mine who loves to go and do these crafting, <laughs> these crafting times, and it'll be hours. They'll go with their buddies and they'll sit around the crafting table or really interested in, in gardening, that kind of thing. I like to do it sometimes, but maybe not all the time. And I'll get the invitation and I'm like, you know, I, I would love for you to keep giving me that invitation. I'd love to come. I'll stay for 30 minutes, but then I might go do something else or whatever. That's just kind of a, a general answer. If I were to just go out of obligation and sometimes these craftathons, they'll be like four, six hours long. I don't want to, you know, to be out of integrity with myself. I want real intimacy in my friendship and I want to respect myself and the other people. In a situation like that, saying a generous no, I won't be there the whole time is the most generous way I can show up because that is the the truth of that for me. Rather than saying, yes, I'll go and feeling under obligation or a wholesale no um, without maybe an explanation or that generosity, you know, and I feel like that generous no, it lets people know where they stand with you, which is great, which actually leads to greater intimacy. <laughs> Intimacy is about what is real for each other at that moment of time, not just melding into each other's expectations. Why is this concept of a generous, loving no so important to me? It's so personally important to me. It's something that has absolutely transformed my close relationships, and it's probably one of the biggest gifts that that comes out during coaching is not just learning the concept of generous no, but learning over the course of weeks and months how to practice it with integrity, intimacy, and respect. Well, one reason it's so important to me is that time and focus are your most precious and non-renewable resources. When you say yes to something, you say no to a thousand other options. There are are so many interesting things to do in your life. There's just no way 
that you can say yes to everything. It's logistically impossible in this time-space continuum we find ourselves in. Being really generous with no is because you're so committed to your yeses. And the generous no is so powerful because you're responsible for creating your own results. A generous yes and a generous no is you really taking responsibility for the consequences of your yes and no's. When you hear these article of, well, people at the end of their life don't regret spending more time at work, I think that's a vast oversimplification because that assumes that home is more important than work and that uh, whatever. There's just a whole bunch of cultural nonsense (laughs) that goes with these little, you know, Instagram worthy quotes. But I do think there is something that if you were to look back on your last year or your last week or your last month, did you say yes to things where you wish you had that time back? I know I've been in work settings, in corporate jobs. They just seem like time is an unlimited resource. And they'll be like, oh, you need to go to all these meetings. And I'm like, do you though? And do they need to be this long? And do isn't there a better way to respect the non-renewable resource of people's time, focus, and then the consequences that come out of diverting your time and focus to things that aren't your priorities and aren't creating the results that value the most to you? in your one wild and precious life. There have been times where saying no invites people to tap into their own resources. One thing that pops to mind is with my my kids, they live with me. We are currently a one-car household. So there are times where they will ask and I'll be like, no, I'm actually committed. I'm going to be with the car somewhere else. And there's a discussion of what other resources do you have to still explore this for you. It comes up even at work sometimes where they're like, oh, can you? And I'm like, actually, no, that isn't something I can say yes to right now. But I can, for the next couple of minutes or over this email, help you brainstorm how you can solve that problem. And you would be surprised when you don't just say yes because you feel obligated to. It actually can, you can watch people grow. I have seen this. If you're listening to this and thinking, I don't know about that, try it a few times and see what happens. We are encouraged, after all, to say yes for biological and social reasons. It's part of the way we build social capital, which is wonderful. I love a generous yes. This podcast is not about saying no to everything. You certainly can. You can. It's your life. But it's about generous yeses and generous noes. And I think so much of our modern yes is to keep other people from disliking us, from getting in trouble, from, you know, things like that. I think there's so many requests that our parents and grandparents could not even have imagined. I think we're asked to say yes or no to opportunities, options. I just even think of this amazing coach community I'm in, if I went to all of their groovy classes and webinars and group programs, I'd be, I wouldn't have time to sleep. There's a wealth of amazing things to say yes to, and we just can't say yes to them all. And that's where having a practice of generous yes and no, it keeps you in the driver's seat of your life. 
notice for yourself, now turning turning the focus from a general conversation around yes and no and generous yeses and generous noes in your own life. What are your main reasons for saying yes to something? Is it because, yes, this is going to help me create what I am working on in my life, whether it's an intentional goal or maybe a broader priority? Do you say yes and it feels great all the time? I think it's Derek Sivers who's, it's either hell yeah or no. And I just love that, like this idea that our yeses should be full of enthusiasm, love, and kindness. So how do you know you're in the sweet spot for you? I do want to just draw a little asterisk with a caveat that sometimes we, in the learning of the skill of generous no's, it can feel like we don't want to say yes to things that might grow us but could be uncomfortable. So that's just, it's a practice of, oh, I said no to that, but actually saying yes to that would have been better for me or, oh, I said yes to that, but, oh, yeah, I the reasons I did it, I kind of came out of it feeling icky because my, my intentions weren't dialed in. I wasn't in integrity. I wasn't being intimate in that relationship. I wasn't respecting myself. So dance with that as you practice it. Check in what you're saying to yourself and others about yeses and nos. Check in with yourself what you think about saying no. Notice when your yes or no feels generous, kind, and notice when your yes or no feels resentful or otherwise uncomfortable. And notice whether you tend to overgive in a in an area of your life. Check in whether you overgive to avoid something. Is saying yes to more work to avoid taking more responsibility? For example, people, um, what is it? Patty Azzarello writes in her book, Rise, if you don't have the space to grow into a job you want to be promoted into, how do you think you're going to get there? She teaches about having space, working on the smart things. And sometimes people will say yes, 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 yes to projects as a way to avoid being promoted into a position of more oversight and responsibility. Isn't that an interesting concept? I've linked to her book in the show notes because I really love it. My invitation to you this week is to pay close attention to your yeses and nos, the obvious ones and the subtle ones, the ones where you're saying yes and no without even really noticing that you're making the decision. Do your yes and no answers reflect your standards for yourself? Are you in integrity? Are you being intimate and real? Are you respecting yourself and others? or? Are you just people-pleasing or playing small or some of those other things that can happen when we're saying yes when we really mean no? It was so fun to talk to you about no. Oh, yes, in the show notes, I've linked to Megan Trainer's song, No, because every time I listen to that, I giggle. I love it. Have a beautiful day, everyone. Thank you for saying yes today and go out there and practice your generous yeses and nos. Until next time. Thank you for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast, please rate and review wherever you listen. This will help other listeners find the show and bring less stress, more fun out into the world. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you 
next week.